This podcast is from Triple J. And just two words for you, flaccid penis. Yes, that is also going to be discussed, flaccid penis. Is. That is the music director of our station. Yeah, Triple J. He is a big dog. He makes a lot of big decisions and he's talking about That's him talking about the hookup and it's so funny. It's so awkward. I love it's it. It's so perfect. So about a month ago, we did an episode on performance anxiety and not being able to get hard. Mm. It's called What's Performance Anxiety and Why Can It Cause Erectile Dysfunction? And during that episode, our bestie of the show, Cam Fraser, who's a sex coach, told us this. Spend time with your flaccid cock. You know, and especially if you're if you're a person who plays with penises, right? Like spend time with your partner's flaccid penis as well, right? Because there's pleasure to be had from it, not only for you as the person playing with it, but as the person who has the penis. Like there's you can still get pleasure from a flaccid penis. It has the same amount of nerve endings as an erect penis does. So there's the same amount of pleasure that's available to you, but we don't do that. And Pip and I were both genuinely like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, what are you What are you talking about here? We had to like rewind the tape. We were like, wait. I didn't even know this was a thing. And he's so right. Like the awkwardness and the embarrassment that people feel about flaccid penises. I mean, we never see them in porn. We don't see them on TV or movies or even in real life. Yeah, I feel like most people I've slept with, it's always been a kind of thing where they try and hide it. It's like, let's go under the covers or they'll wait until they are hard for us to actually see it. Yeah, I have the same experience. Just like everyone I've dated is just like, no, no touching, no looking. It makes me sad. So, of course, we were like, we've got to talk about this on the show. You know how we feel about things that have stigmas. So in this episode, we're going to chat about soft cocks. Yeah, ways to embrace them in your sex lives, you know, feel more comfortable around them. Get some practical tips for solo and partner play. And also how to orgasm because, yes, we didn't know this, but you can actually come when you aren't hard. Honestly, gasp. So, as per usual, we asked you on our Instagram at Triple J the Hookup for your thoughts and experiences. Personally, my favorite part of the week. We actually learned so much from you, and you're always so open. You're so keen to chat. So, we love you. Thank you. But anyway, I digress. Yeah, a lot of you felt awkward about your soft cocks. You know, we got some messages on our DMs saying it's just in movies, flaccid penises look huge AF, when in reality, flaccid penises are small, like at a dude's showers, at a pool. None of their dicks look like the movies. And someone else here said, I definitely feel like I'm far too small uh, when I'm flaccid to feel comfortable even in front of my long-term partner. Trans woman here, this person says, when you're full of estrogen, you really can't maintain an erection. Lots of fun alternatives. I really love soft cock play, particularly as aftercare. There's something particularly comforting about having a partner gently tease and explore my flaccid penis. Uh, it can build into foreplay for another session, but it really doesn't have to. I think the pleasure in it comes from feeling comfortable and accepted in such an open and vulnerable position with someone you're into. Honestly, I'm just as fascinated with my guy's softie than I am with his hearty. A lot of gay guys love seeing it soft. My partner loves soft cock play. He just sits on the couch and lets me, like, rub his balls and cock and it's just comforting for him and for me and I've come to love it. So when I was younger I tended to avoid showing when I'm flaccid I guess out of 
you know, insecurity, I guess, as a more of a grower than a shower. But as I'm older now, I just sort of like, you appreciate your body more and you can just sort of, you know, fondle and explore yourself. So it's fun sometimes just to sort of play with it and do whatever, even not to like climax or even I'll get a wreck. And then it's like, well, I don't really want to keep going. So I just play with it while it's flaccid to get erect and just move on with my day. But there was one reply to our story, which everyone was so shocked by and wanted to know more about. And that was from Dobby. So Dobby messaged us and he said, there is just something about making someone come while soft that is just so hot. We were like, whoa, pump the brakes. How is this possible? And we will talk about this in this episode, I promise, because it's fully a thing and we're going to get into it later. Normally as well, when we cover a topic, it'll be like, 101 ways to finger them up the ass or something. Like, there's always like a million articles. Yeah, totally. But there was nothing on sex and flaccid dicks except for porn. Yeah. Yeah. And Cam reckons that's actually because we really associate penises and pleasure with erections because, you know, that's usually what will happen, right? Like, you'll stimulate the genitals and most likely get a heart on. But that doesn't always have to happen to still have sex and experience pleasure, which we're going to get into really soon. But another reason is the whole stigma and shame that exists around flaccid penises. I oftentimes call it the fear of flaccidness, this fear of being seen flaccid by a partner or by other by other people in the locker room, for example. Oftentimes your flaccid penis, just because it doesn't have a lot of engorgement or blood flow in it, is smaller than it is when it's erect. And so there's a size anxiety that can come into that as well. Uh, you know, there's like an existential symbolism to an erect penis, like the virility and the power that comes with like the phallus, right? This like really rod-like, you know, sword-like uh, erect penis. You know, even our language, like limp or soft, right, is the the words that we use to associate with a with a, a flaccid penis kind of engender this idea of like weakness or of, of lack of strength, right? So um, I think that there's like a s- symbolic kind of aspect to it as well. Uh, and then also there's just like a lack of understanding of what do I do with this as well, right? So because there is this expectation that there needs to be an erection in order for there to be pleasure, which there doesn't have to be, there's this idea that like, okay, well, if I don't have an erection, then sex is off the table or, you know, I'm going to disappoint my partner or I'm not going to be able to to have an orgasm or an ejaculation, or I'm not going to be able to feel anything because my erection is what's necessary for that. So I think there's like a stigma around like being sexual and that having to look a certain way as well. And we, we have very strong narratives around what sex should look like. And, and so we come up against that quite a bit. Okay. So how do we change that then? How do we embrace, and you, not just us. Yeah. But how do we all embrace the soft dick? Yeah, I don't want to hear about mm. anyone hiding their dicks under the covers. We want them out in the open. <laughs> we want to look them square in the eye. <laughs> um, okay, so this advice that Cam's about to give will always feel wanky, I feel. It's giving energy of, like, putting your hand on your heart and telling yourself affirmations. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Which we love. We do love. But you just always feel awkward doing it, right? Mm-mm. But we do know that this shit helps. So please don't cringe listening to this and just trust us. Give it a go. Spend more time connecting with your flaccid penis. So whether that's standing in front of a mirror after you've just had a shower and admiring it or just like holding it, touching it, cupping it, being you know gentle and, and fondling it by yourself. Uh, but then also like and this might be a little bit confronting to some people, but seek out images of other flaccid penises as well. Most of the times, the images that we see of penises 
out in the wild, so to speak, are all erect, right? When was the last time you saw a flaccid penis in pornography, for example? Or, you know, when was the last time you saw it? I mean, full frontal male nudity on uh, mainstream television is, is pretty few and far between. But like, just be curious and seek out other images of flaccid penises so that you've got a bit of an understanding of like, hey, it's totally normal. So you know how we have like the vagina diaries? There's like lots of resources online where you can just look at different vulvas to be like, oh yeah, mine's normal, it's fine, everyone looks different. Yeah. They need a flaccid penis version of that. Okay. If someone, if this exists and someone knows that it exists, can you please DM us? Yeah, we'd love to know about this. Because that could be a whole episode and a guest that we could speak to if they're the person who's created this. Oh, definitely. But yeah, as Cam said, it can be kind of confronting doing this. Like Pip said, look your dick hole in the eye. What did you say? That was it. That was pretty much it. Look us straight in the <laughs> eye. Point blank. Okay, but it also isn't just the person with the penis that feels awkward, right? We did have replies from people who were like, I feel uncomfortable. I don't know what to do. So if you are someone that does feel a little bit uncomfortable, uh, you know, being around someone with a flaccid penis, Cam says spend more time around that partner or whoever you're dating being nude. Shower together. You know, because you're in a space there where there isn't really an expectation for there to be an erection. It's really low pressure, low stakes. And you can just be around your partner in that space. Like spending time being nude with one another is a really straightforward way of familiarizing yourself with your partner's body and also for your partner to familiarize themselves with your body as well, which is another bonus. And then if your partner is comfortable with it and also if you're comfortable with it, then there can be like a more straightforward way of being like, okay, let's let's lie in bed together, right? Maybe it's after a shower. So you feel clean, you feel hygienic, you feel like you're relaxed. Go lie down in bed just before you put your pajamas on or whatever it is. And you know, spend some time holding and caressing each other's naked body, right? And, and again, without the expectation of like, I'm doing this to try and get an erection or to try and give an erection, that's oftentimes a thought process that our partners need to be mindful of is like, Am I touching my partner in order to get an erection from them, in order to like them to have an erection? Is that the agenda underneath? See if you can catch yourself with that story and just go, I just want to you know, be curious about my partner's body. And if they allow it, right, if they're there and they're comfortable with you, like cupping their genitals or placing your hands on their thighs or just around their body and, and vice versa, there's a really beautiful opportunity there to like just be in that curiousness, in that playfulness, in that like lightheartedness with your partner and being exploratory of each other's bodies. I don't know about you, Pip, but I love being nude. I feel okay about it. Like six out of 10, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I don't mind it. You know what? I feel like Cam's just being like, be more European. <laughs> like they're so in touch with their bodies. It's so not a stigma as much at least over there. We should do a survey. I yeah. would love to know if you are European, how do you feel about a flaccid cock? That is so interesting. Is this just an Australian or like a US thing? US thing? Could be. Oh my God. We're so behind. We need <laughs> no, to I need nude. to know. I really want to know. <laughs> if you're like, okay, Pip and D. <laughs> Why would I want to touch or play with a flaccid penis without the intention of it getting hard and ejaculate? Like, surely that's the end goal, right? Like, surely that's going to feel way better than just messing around with a soft dick. Uh, wrong. Actually. Yeah. Actually. Wrong. Open up your mind and listen to Cam because he reckons it can feel just as good. Your nerve endings don't change when you get an erection. That's just blood flow. So there's not necessarily any more or any less nerve endings in a flaccid penis compared to an erect penis. So that means like 
neurologically speaking, the sensations that are available to you are exactly the same. You might notice that as you do play with your soft penis or as you're you're exploring your flaccidness, that there is a little bit of blood flow. And so there's like a semi-erection or maybe there is some warmth that happens and it goes from being cool to being warm to being quite hot, but there's no erection involved. There's so many different ways that our genitals can respond to touch. Yeah, so my, my encouragement is like, just find what it is that is pleasurable to you because there'll be something there that's pleasurable. And um, it might actually be different compared to when you touch your erect penis. That's where the differences can come in. It's like when you are erect, maybe there's this particular part of your penis that does feel really enjoyable because there is this, this fullness of blood in it. But then when you're flaccid, oh, there's actually a different part because I'm not experiencing that same fullness. So there's this other sensation that feels really good. That actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and you and I didn't know this. No. Like the nerves are all the same. It still feels as good, hard, soft. They're all still there. They're all still getting stimulated. That makes sense as well because you do see like a lot of guys or I don't know, not not, not seeing public but maybe you're dating guys who just kind of like play with themselves a little bit, like shuffle their stuff around and just like linger a bit and it's like, well, it must feel good. I've always wondered what that was. Yeah, me too. Now we know. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> where do you want to like <laughs> okay, okay, yes, yeah. So if you want to start this, where do you even begin? How do you take those first steps? If you've not even thought about this before, you've never fooled around or tried to figure out what you like. Yeah, the first thing I always recommend is to have either lube or oil handy because just much more conducive for like manipulating and moving and touching and caressing your flaccid penis. And then my suggestion would be like, start off with like a massage. Like similarly, when you're like massaging your arms or your shoulders, the intention is just to like, relax and to maybe release some tension there you can move that massage down your belly down your abdomen down into your thighs maybe into the legs the thighs maybe through the hips and then just move that closer and closer to the genitals so through the groin through the inner groin maybe through the top of the the pubis like right above the genitals as well and then just move into like the shaft maybe into the testicles a little bit you can use your thumbs and really start to give your your penis a massage and then from there my suggestion would be like a bit of a pleasure mapping approach so uh, what i mean by this is just as the name suggests mapping that pleasure across your genitals it's sometimes called genital mapping so you might like to then start exploring a little bit and say you know, you're touching the the frenulum or you're touching the coronal ridge, which is the raised ridged area around the head of the penis. Or maybe it's towards the shaft or maybe it's the testicles or maybe it's like right where the genitals meet the inner thigh, right? That really um, inner groin area. But just like playing around with different types of touch there. So it might be like a really firm pressure touch or it might be like a really light finger uh, stroking touch. But noticing like, oh, when I touch it in this particular way, on this particular spot, even though I don't have a direction, that actually feels quite nice. And stay with that for a little bit. Really pay attention and make a note of those areas of your genitals or the types of strokes that you do, which are enjoyable for you. And also you'll find ones that aren't and you'll be like, oh, that really didn't do it for me. Pay attention to that as well. Make a note of the things that you know aren't really doing it for you. That's what you can do solo, but you can pretty much do a similar thing as a partner as well. Start with some lube, start with the massage approach, right? Get curious about like, hey, if I I use my thumbs in this way, or if I do a little bit of gentle tugging or some gentle pulling, even like some slow, gentle rolling between the hands, you know, lubed up hands, you can start to roll the penis in between the hands. All of that feels generally quite nice when it's done attentively, gently, 
sensually as well if it's in the context of like just being sensual and erotic and sexual with your partner then a lot of that stuff can feel really can feel really enjoyable because the headspace is there as well of like oh this is like meant to be pleasurable this is meant to be connecting with my partner you know there's so many ways that you can touch uh, a flaccid penis but essentially it's like down to does my partner enjoy being touched this way right and so eliciting that feedback or um, soliciting it from your partner being like hey when i do this is that really good for you or is that really bad for you like give me give me something here and let's play around with that you can also give head. There is a there is a stigma around like putting a flaccid penis in your mouth or having a flaccid penis and then your partner putting their mouth on that. One of my colleagues, she really likes to suggest starting off a blowjob or starting off oral sex with a flaccid penis and noticing, uh, especially if, that, if your partner does get an erection, noticing the getting of the erection, the build up of that erection. It can be a pleasurable experience to feel your partner being hard whilst they're you know, inside your mouth. That that can be an enjoyable experience. Yeah, we actually spoke to Scotty about this and he loves it. If I am soft and then I do that and then she kind of like goes, oh, all right, and then tries to build me up to where I am hard. And it really does like like bring me together and stuff like that, whereas it's not like a just a, a quick, here you go. It kind of like sends tingles down, like all the nerves, like down my feet, up my legs and stuff like that. You can also penetrate. How? (laughs) That's what I thought. I had no idea because in my mind, it's always just like hitting, it's like hitting a... It just bends. It just bends or it doesn't work or it just squishes down. Yeah. No, Cam reckons you can fully do it. Whoa. Firstly, it requires you to slow down and to be attentive, right? Like if you're comparing it to penetrative sex with an erect penis, like you can be a bit more direct. You can be a bit more like, okay, this is... This is where I'm aiming. But if you're soft or you're flaccid and you're trying to you know, be penetrative in that same way, it's going to be difficult. So it requires a different approach, a much slower, much more like, okay, I've got to kind of like really get my hands in here. I've really got to like position myself you know, in the right position. And so for people that are familiar with the names of positions, it might be uh, more comfortable to be in like a butterfly sex position where you know, you're able to, to have your partner's legs over your shoulders so that you do have an opportunity to like get your hands in there and to be in a position where you can be right up close. And uh, it, again, requires a little bit of lube and some massaging. You essentially massage or, you know, as the name suggests, unfortunately, like push rope, right? So you're kind of using your fingers, using your hands to like massage the head of the penis into the opening of the, the vagina or, you know, past the, the lips of the vulva. And, and you know, the again, the same thing can happen if you're, you're doing uh, oral sex on a, on a flaccid penis, like you might feel the penis become erect inside of you. That's one thing that can happen. But when it comes to like having penetrative sex with a flaccid penis, it isn't necessarily about uh, thrusting. It's more so about grinding. It's more so about holding and moving your bodies together. So again, the approach to sex is much different than what people are typically or historically used to. So it doesn't look like the in and out motion. It much more is like, okay, now we've kind of inserted and we're in. Uh, let's move our bodies together. Let's grind up against one another so so the penis doesn't fall out. You can do the exact same thing with a flaccid penis and soft penetrating into a vulva. The same thing with an anus. Okay, wait, I've just had a thought. I think this is totally possible, right? If somebody's um, inside you and they've ejaculated and then they go soft and you know you're just like cuddling or you're just hanging out mm. and then you kind of get horny again and you start going again and it like slowly goes like harder, I guess. That yeah. would be one way to get it in there 
you know, without... From if you were not having to massage and... Exactly. And also, like, not even getting hard again, but just enjoying it, it being inside you soft. Yeah. It's kind of... It's really intimate. P.S. It is pretty hard to describe what this all looks like, by the way. Like, if you are a visual person and you want to see what this looks like and get some tips, Cam actually does a whole YouTube tutorial on Softcock Play. He uses a fake penis so you can see what he's doing, have a look properly at, like, some of the suggestions. We'll put the name of the video in our show notes for you. Now it's time to talk about coming. I was While waiting soft, for this. Everyone was. How does it work, D? Everyone was just as surprised as we were, Pip, because we got so many DMs from you asking us to talk about this after we shared Dobby's reply on our stories. Yeah, so we got him to explain. They were soft the entire time because of because we were fisting. And through that end, like gradual soft cosplay at the same time, not getting them hard, keeping them soft, milking the prostate with my hand and everything, they were able to come. And it was like, oh, yep, I, I'm, I'm into this. I was like, I didn't know you could do that. And before you're like, oh, that's just a random one-off thing that happened to Dobby and it's bullshit and it doesn't happen to anyone else, the boss says you can fully ejaculate when you're soft. Yep, yep. So you can orgasm and you can ejaculate both from from an erect and a soft penis. Uh, I have clients that I work with cannot get an erection and they still orgasm and ejaculate from uh, soft penis play. So it's definitely possible. Okay, I'm still confused. How the frick... Are people doing this? So ejaculation is mediated by what's known as the spinal ejaculation generator, which is a cluster of nerves in the lower back that are connected to the sympathetic nervous system. So ejaculation is a function of the sympathetic nervous system, whereas erection, for example, and engorgement in general is a function of the parasympathetic nervous system. So neurologically speaking, erection and ejaculation aren't actually really associated with each other. So it is possible neurologically to have an ejaculation that is activated by that spinal ejaculation generator purely through the sympathetic nervous system and bypass that parasympathetic response with the erection is that wet dreams is that not wet dreams i feel like it is you're asleep but do you get an erection when you're asleep oh that's a good question i do not own a penis so i don't know but like if you're asleep you wouldn't know right or do you just know you're hard i don't know i just didn't know that they were functions from different parts of the body like the nervous system yeah over the paras parasympathetic nervous system yeah 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 Super interesting. Also, D. Matt DM'd us because he said that he's come before without an erection and currently he's on meds for bipolar, which means that sometimes, yeah, he can't get hard, but that doesn't stop him from having an orgasm. If you continued through or you haven't got a hard on, you can't push on or whatever it is, but you actually can. And if you push and push and push, I found that when you would, start to orgasm, it would begin almost like 60 seconds before you would actually orgasm. And you'd actually have this prolonged orgasm, which was so much better and satisfying and erotic. Love that for him. I know. So cool. So how do you do it? One way, like Dobby spoke about, is to stimulate the prostate. Um, We did a whole episode on this. It's called Finger in the Bum. You can listen back to it. We give a proper tutorial. But basically, you want to stroke and touch the P-spot in the ass. So in some instances, you might get a prostatic 
orgasm or like a prostate orgasm that involves some emission of seminal fluid or typically prostatic fluid, which kind of looks like an ejaculate. Uh, And that can sometimes be known as like milking the prostate, for example. But it doesn't just have to be from the prostate. You can come from touching other parts of your body. Stimulating the perineum, so that space in between the genitals and the anus, um, the taint, as it's sometimes called. And again, you're kind of indirectly stimulating the pleasure centers, right? The, the nerves that experience pleasure or that allow you to feel pleasure in and around the penis. So again, not that direct stimulation. And if you're used to getting erections and that's typically what happens when you get aroused, then it might be a little bit difficult not to do that um, because our body's very good at doing the same thing over and over again. It likes those arousal patterns, uh, but it can be a way of exploring your body in a certain way uh, that maybe involves stimulation of the groin and the uh, maybe even like the inner thighs or if your nipples are quite sensitive, you can explore your nipples. So it's like essentially practicing by, by experiencing pleasure in a way that isn't directly stimulating your penis. So the invitation, I suppose, is to explore your body in different ways that don't involve direct stimulation. And hopefully you can build up enough pleasure and enough momentum to push yourself over that edge and get to that, uh, that orgasm or ejaculation. Fuck, I love doing this show. I know. If you're not laughing, you're learning. We learn so much. It's actually wild. Like, you think you know something and then someone comes out with a whole different experience, which is why it's so awesome when you get in touch with us and tell us everything that's going on. If you've been listening and you're keen to explore with a partner, maybe they feel a bit awkward about it uh, and you don't know how to bring it up or ask how to bring this into your sex life. Well, here's how you can have that conversation. Uh, I mean, my suggestion is like with anything else, like if there's anything that you want to incorporate into your sex life with your partner, whether it be soft penis play or something completely different is to have a conversation about it to begin with. Right. And and typically in a non-sexual situation. So like when you're going for a walk, right. Or when you're having a cup of coffee together at the, your local cafe, you know, just have a conversation about your sex life. If you're not having conversations about your sex life to begin with, then trying to start this might be quite difficult. So that's always my suggestion is like, just have conversations, you know, and get the ball rolling. Uh, But then say like, Hey, I listened to this thing on the radio or I read this article, you know, and, and some guy was talking about like that fact that you can experience pleasure from a, a, a soft penis or a flaccid penis. That's interesting. And weird and cool like do you want to try that like you know just be curious about it lead with the curiosity lead with the pleasure like hey i want to you know explore more pleasure with you here's another way that we can do that like if you're leading with that and you've got a partner who wants to be in a relationship with you wants to explore pleasure with you then they're probably going to be receptive to that um so that would be my consideration to make in terms of like how you approach it and then when it comes to like the time to do it. Playfulness is always something that's you know good to lean on here. So if you can have a laugh with your partner about it, if you can be like, oh, I've never done this before. Like, I don't know where to start or what to do. Put a smile on your face and, and have a bit of fun with your partner and, and be a little bit awkward because it is a little bit awkward because we don't really play with our flaccid penises or our partners don't really do it. So it might be a little bit of a fumble to begin with, but if you can have a laugh, have a smile, focus on the fact that you're connecting with your partner in new and interesting ways. Um, the novelty can be fun. The, um, you know, the, the slowness and the, the different approach can be really enjoyable as well. So you know, lean into that part of it, I suppose. 
I think what Cam's really trying to say is send this podcast episode yes. to your SO, your boo. Anyone um, really. Honestly. And yeah, you don't even have to frame it as like, a, we should try it. It's just like, wow, I just learned this interesting thing because it's facts, you know? And also get them, like, suss their reaction. I sent... Not this episode because we haven't finished making it. <laughs> but I sent this, like, I, I when someone asked me what I'm doing today, I was like, I'm talking to Cam about soft cock play. And they were like, WTF? And I was, explained what it was. Mm. They are like, unheard of, didn't know. And I was like, yeah, and you can bloody come as well from a flaccid dick. And they were like, don't believe you. And I was like, stay tuned for Tuesday. <laughs> what a sell. <gasps> so <laughs> I love that. So you 100% should send them this podcast and get that convo going and then start playing. Okay, we love you. Thank you for following us on Instagram. If you're not already, do it right now. People are be angry if you don't. Yes. Um, but DM us because that's where we get to do topics like this because you tell us to or you just message us with something that you're dealing with, a problem um, in your sex lives, dating relationships, whatever it is, and we get to investigate it for you. Yeah, and we love to do it. So get in touch at Triple J The Hookup or you can email us thehookup at abc.net.au. Dave Marchese here from the Triple J Hack Team. If you love the Hookup podcast like I do, we reckon you might enjoy the Triple J Hack podcast too. Each day we bring you the news that matters to you, from the latest science on climate change to what's going on in politics and news around the world. The Hack Podcast, it's your daily fix of the news you need to know. Get it wherever you're listening now.